Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right, it is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott hanging out with you in Orem. It's the grand opening of the brand new location of the warehouse 86 east university parkway right here in orem come by and see us gordon how are you doing today i'm doing fantastic jake it's a wonderful day and uh, beautiful outside and uh, beautiful inside it is nice because it's a little cooler but the the sun's out so it doesn't make it quite so bad it is it is cool it is cool out there i was standing outside in a t-shirt and that was not a good idea what were you doing that for because i'm dumb well, I mean, what, were you waiting for a bus? I mean, why <laughs> no, were you was standing talk- outside in your t-shirt? I, I was talking to someone. A little neighbor chat? Yeah, not neighbor, but I was talking to somebody outside. And I was going, woof! It is chilly. Well, that wasn't smart. I know. That was this morning? Yeah, my wife's reaction was, why didn't you put a coat on? Yeah, it was like 28 degrees this morning or something. <laughs> oh, well. It's uh, all good. I heard, uh, I heard uh, that high school football game last night described as very cold by one Tony Parks. Was he said it? it was the his coldest high school football experience. I had uh, I did something today that I hadn't ever done before. Mow the lawn? Funny. <laughs> what did you do? I used to mow the lawn all the time. Mm-hmm. Many, sure. Many years ago. Yeah, a little while ago. Uh, no, I sat in the seat. A friend of mine bought... A Ferrari 488 Spider, and I sat in that car. And he said, "Go ahead, take it for a spin." I didn't. I said, "I'll come back and I'll do it later." But that is one sweet machine. He said, "Step on the gas." So I stepped on it. I thought the engine was going to blow apart. Now this means nothing to you because you don't care. I'm not really a car guy now. No, you're not. It was a beautiful piece of machine. But I know you like your new truck, but I also know you miss the the no. sporty nature of previous automobiles. So yeah, that's maybe true. You're, maybe you're yearning for it a little bit. I, you know? I'll, I'll get one later on sometime or another. But uh, I like my truck. So. I know you do. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not as it's not as sporty as a, I mean you're not uh, necessarily racing down the highway anymore like you used to be. Yeah, that is one one sweet machine. Slaloming through traffic <laughs> like well, a this menace. Car, this car is a spaceship, is what it is. I mean, uh, it, I mean, you take it out on a country road maybe and have a wonderful driving experience, but it was so sweet. And I've been in some nice cars, you know. I mean, you have. You're a connoisseur uh, of but, sorts. But but not like that one, man. That was that was something to something to sit in. It was. So anyway, 
neither here nor there. If you're either you're a car guy, you're not. And it's not like I'm going to run out and buy a car like that. But man, it was a it was uh, it was fun to sit in. Could you run out and buy a car like that? Yeah, if I wanted to have my wife swing a baseball bat on top of my head, maybe. But I'm just saying it would be possible. <laughs> Let's not discuss finances. Okay, all right. I'm, anyway, I'm sorry. It's been a good day, and uh, we're we're glad to be down here in Orem. We've got a lot of our peeps down here. Absolutely. We want them to come by. We have jazz gear for you to give away. But some of the best deals uh, Tom has ever had, maybe the best deals Tom has ever had. I, I walked through the store with him today. He was telling me about some great stuff. We'll be talking about it throughout the show. But they want, really want to make an impact down here in Utah County, down here in Orem. And as a result, uh, Tom is really geared up to hook you up. So See, here's the thing. It's kind of a skewed standard to begin with because Tom is used to giving really, really, really good deals. So when he says that he's got stuff that is, is blowing his mind, then you know that it's a, a really, 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 really good deal. Alex is filling in for Austin today back at the studio. He even uh, told Tom he was in here the other day. Alex knows what's up. So uh, come and see us, 86 East University Parkway. Don't forget about their location in Salt Lake as well, 1967 South, 300 West. We've got a bit of a truncated big show for you. We've got Jazz pregame taking over at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. Jordan Pendleton at 4.30, and uh, we'll get to Gordon's list here momentarily. You got a good list today? I got uh, I got a list. It's uh, It's not quite as long as some of the others, but that's probably a good thing. Okay. Well, uh, worth getting right to? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. It's time for Gordon's List here on The Big Show. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Have you ever cut bait? Just because I don't have a good answer for that. Don't the Klingons have that uh, cloaking device or is that the Romulans? Did you love fishing with squid? And then when the person couldn't find my credential, I said, don't you know who I am? All right, it's time for Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. We do it each and every week. Well done on that montage coming in. That was particularly good. That was some recent material right there. Yeah, that's the thing about Don't You Know Who I Am. That's not what I said. It kind of is, though. Well, it's what I said, but I was it was what I was saying not to say. Anyway, all right, let's start with the jazz, shall we? Let me ask you a couple questions, and we'll bounce from there, okay? Okay. Number one, will they speed up their play? This season? Yes, I think so. Why? I think they have more players that can initiate the offense, you know, outlets, those sorts of things. They're going to have more players that are capable of, of pushing the ball. Is it because they need to do so in order to keep those players happy? Uh, I think there's some of that in there. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think, you know, Quinn, uh, Coach Snyder has, has always wanted to push the tempo, but hasn't really had the roster to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a little bit different this year. That begs the next question, how much more offensive will they be? Well, you expect them to get into the top five in the league. I didn't say top five. I said top ten. Well, I think top ten is, is realistic. I think I've got what the, were they last year? the players 16, to do that. 15, 15. 15. 
So they have the personnel to to accomplish. It that, didn't I look think. like it the other night, but then that wasn't the real Jazz. No, and and they're just dipping their toe in the water. They've got a lot of work left to do. This is a this is, and it it's been interesting covering a Gordon because this has been a different kind of camp. This is I've asked almost every player I've talked to about the differences that was that was on the team last year, mm-hmm. the differences between this year and and last year, and it's it's a lot different. It's not the the type of camp where the same crew comes back, and mm-hmm. so you 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 all to fine tune as opposed yeah. to teach. Yeah. And so now there's there's teaching, and Mike Conley even acknowledged, you know, this there's some some different stuff that he is learning, some different reads and different things, and uh, I, you know that stuff takes time. I think in, in the past the Jazz have gotten off to slow starts because they are learning as opposed to honing, if yes. that makes any sense. Yeah. So it. it it's not a surprise and by no means an indication of capability. Well, they knew after last season, and Dennis Lindsay said as much, that the playoff series against uh, the Warriors and the and the Rockets had taught them that they weren't good enough, that they needed to make some changes. So they And, and last year, it was just honing, pretty much. Yep. And this year, with the new crew, half the team is new, then they've got to go through a different process like you were just talking about. And, uh, and and they do have, they do have an, an emphasis on defense, but they have a new capability on offense. Do not believe what you saw the other night against the Bucks. That was not what it's going to be. It may it may be the beginnings, but certainly far from the finished product. All right, then this question, and I'm this is totally, uh, I'm I'm blindsiding you here. Oh boy, who will be the top five? Jazz scorers in order, average wise, game by game. Top five in order. Number one, Donovan Mitchell. I think yes. that one's. I think that one's okay. pretty easy. How many points a game? I said. You said twenty-eight. Well, then I then I got you down to what twenty-six. You bet on twenty-six. That's yes. where we met in the middle. You predicted twenty-eight. Yeah, I did. But twenty-six is good enough for our purposes. So I say at least twenty-six points a game. Uh, number one, who's number two? Mike Conley. Last year he averaged twenty-one a game in Memphis. What's he going to get with the Jazz? Uh, he right. didn't score a single basket the other night. Uh, again, we're ignoring the man behind the curtain. Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 21, maybe a, maybe a tad bit less. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, though. So he's going to have a lot of opportunity to, to do a bunch of stuff, and including score. 20? 19? Golly, you're getting really specific. You can't yeah. just let me say. Uh, let's say 20. Okay. I have no problem with that. Who's third? So this is the this is the really tricky one, right? Mm-hmm. Because does does Rudy's scoring continue to ascend? Last as, year, fifteen point nine, and it has been up and up and up and up ever mm-hmm. since, right? Or is it Bojan, who averaged what last year? Eighteen. Eighteen, but really in the second half of the season was averaging yeah, 21, 22 mm-hmm. points. And based on what we've seen out of him in the in the first couple of preseason games. I'm not focused on the results. He struggled with his uh, efficiency, with his uh, accuracy. But it seems to me like he could play kind of that role. And I read it somewhere. Forgive me. I, I would give credit. One of our colleagues wrote it or said it, that he was being utilized a little bit like Gordon Hayward. 
Yeah. If that's the case, then he's going to get he's going to get his shots. So that this is the tricky one to me. Rudy, see what does space do for Rudy? I mean, we've been talking about it. He's going to break his dunks record. You know, he's he's yeah. going to go up against fewer double teams. Well, in theory, mm-hmm. he'd have easier putbacks, and so, and he's going to have different entry passes from multiple guys. Right. So I'm tempted to go Rudy three. And maybe put them both averaging right around 16, 17 points. But that, I mean, that feels that feels like a lot. It feels like a lot, and it feels like you're cheating. How am I cheating? A tie. I said Rudy, but it's close to a tie. Okay. All right. I guess I can I can buy that. But it might be more than it might be more than sixteen. You think? I I, I wouldn't be surprised if both of those guys average in the 17 range and boy on maybe more well if he gets a lot of open shots is there anybody he else? just played a really big role in indiana last year and he's not going to play the same role from a a quantity standpoint and yet what we've seen in the against milwaukee you see how active he was offensively i i think he does all the right things i think there's a reason they went out and got him yeah, I, I think but they it, really but, like him. But, but he's, here's the he's thing: he's it's not, much more than a corner three shooter. I couldn't agree more. But he's also not the number two on the Jazz like he was on the Pacers. Uh huh. He's now the number three or four, which is the exact You're debate we're him having. At four, right? Who's five? Is it Joe? I think it's got to be Joe, unless you think. I mean, Jeff unless Green? you think Jeff Green or, or somebody off the bench, Jeff Green's going to have uh, plenty of opportunity. But I might go I might go with Joe Ingles because he's going to have more space too. Okay, we'll get more into the jazz, but let me just bust through a couple of these. Utah at Oregon State, we've talked about it all week. Uh, real quick, inside of one paragraph, what are you expecting out of this game? I, uh, let, me, let me cheat by leading the way here. I'm expecting that Utah offense – to go off and i don't mean off the rails to find off what kind of point total 40 plus okay um i expect a big offensive performance out of utah as well and since oregon state really wants to run the ball first i expect utah's defense to to hold up just fine you know maybe maybe like a 40s to the teens type of thing is possible but can i tell you what what gives me just a little doubt yeah what they got a big-time wide receiver on the outside, mm-hmm. and they've got a quarterback that can get it to them. That sometimes has been uh, a little bit of an Achilles heel for the Utes. See last year's Arizona State game. Yes. But even even if those two light it up, I don't see any way that Oregon State should outscore the Utes in this. Yeah. Okay, I would put the score along the lines of 40-28. Am I giving the Beavers too much credit I offensively? Think might that be. Hodgins kid is good. He's really good. Yeah, and their quarterback's not bad. And they can run the football, at least, well. I don't know against, how well. Against teams that are not the match of the Utes. I don't know how well they're going to be able to run it. Okay. All right. And real quick, this question, what bowl game are the Utes most likely to go to? Oh, you got to remember the hierarchy, and then things get funny with bowl selection. Well, when... nobody's going to the playoff in the Pac-12. We can we can agree on that. I right? think Oregon has a chance. Do you? I think. Well, I, I think Utah. I, I think Utah has a chance. Well, I mean, if they my, win out, they here, have a chance. Here's I, I don't think so. I don't think so. 
But here's the real question. Whoever wins the Pac-12, in my opinion, is not going to the playoff, but is going to the Rose Bowl. So if it's the Utes, they're heading to the Rose Bowl, and that would be cause for major, major celebration around here. Is that what you're betting, though? You answer your own question. Um, I'd say 50-50. Now who's sitting on the fence? Utes, Oregon. Now who's sitting on but the fence? But the Utes have to get, obviously, if USC keeps winning, if they win, win out, or if they win the majority of their games, then that puts an awful lot of pressure on the Utes to be able to keep clean from here on out. And that's going to be against, I don't know. We'll see. Pac-12 is just messy. All right, we're here at the warehouse in Orem. Come by and see us, 86 East University Parkway. It is their grand opening and tom uh our good friend tom joins us now i don't i don't know where we want to start you want to start with that big deal you were showing me when i walked in where do you want to get started? Uh, we have so many deals i don't even know where to start but this grand opening is the biggest sale in our history um let's start with the deal i cannot mention the name the brand name uh it's a deal that i got that is unbelievable if you are looking for an incredible Family room, living room, rocker, recliner, recliner, reclining love seat, or reclining sectional. I've got all the pieces to make you an incredible deal. And when you come in, you're going to recognize the deal. It's like the number one rated furniture in the industry. Uh, it's the very best. So let's start with a sofa and a love. A love seat with two recliners, a sofa with two recliners. It's a incredible deal. Regular seventeen ninety nine for the sofa, just for the sofa. For the sofa, how about both pieces for nine ninety nine? Wow! So you get two for far less than you get uh, one at other places. If you want to go power, I'll do this a sectional. Let, let's do the sectional first. Power sofa, double reclining with power. Power love seat, double power on the love seat with the wedge to make a sectional. It's about a $3,200 sectional. We're going to do it non-power, $1,299. So no power. Wow. If you want power recliners, we're going to do it for $1,599. Unbelievable. It is. And this brand rarely goes on sale because it is the best brand and it's kind of protected um we just we just were lucky enough that we bought a deal it comes in only one color it's a beautiful what do we call that chocolate brown yep gorgeous is that the one uh tom that you showed us uh recently it's the same brand as the leather double reclining sofa okay the same brand Mm -hmm. so it is the top of the line sofa and love 9.99 if you want a sectional, non-power, twelve ninety-nine. If you want a sectional with power, fifteen ninety-nine. You cannot beat it. You're going to pay more for the sofa than you're going to get the the whole the whole deal. The whole thing so, so else. Tom, real quick, just to recap that: if you were to walk into your average store and buy a grouping of that furniture, how much would you pay? Well, let let. Let's back up and call it, if you walked in your average furniture store and you bought the promotional brand, you're going to pay a little bit more than that price 
for the nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You're gonna probably pay ten ninety nine to twelve ninety nine if it's their biggest sell of the year. We're talking double recliners. Mm-hmm. We're talking if you want a console, a, a love seat with a console, two drink holders, open it up. Um, I can do that for ten ninety nine. You're gonna pay that for one piece. But let's say you just walk in and you want to buy a sofa set with recliner and a love seat with recliners. It's going to be ten ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine. But this brand is the best brand, so typically it's going to be double that. Double. Okay. So come in. They're going to go quickly. I'm going to honor that price through the weekend. It's then going up 200 prices after Monday. But if, you are, if you've been waiting, if you've been needing, if you need financing, we'll take care of you with incredible financing, one year, same as cash. Or I can do 100 days if you have no credit, same as cash. I put this out last night. Had a couple come in here at 20 to 8. We closed at 8. <laughs> they bought it. Because they they had been looking and they had a budget of twelve hundred bucks and what they were looking at for twelve hundred dollars was garbage. She says, "Oh, we'll take it." <laughs> we also have recliners. So let's say you just want a recliner mm-hmm. in this brand um, for your man cave. Man cave show on Saturdays. Love by the that way. man cave stuff. Two hundred ninety nine dollars for a recliner that's six ninety nine. Mm. If you want power, I'm going to do power. Sit down. For three ninety nine, it's a twelve hundred dollar piece. Unheard of. Unheard of. Not gonna happen. That's deal number one. I'm gonna end this little segment with deal number two. You're sitting on it. It's the best deal I've ever had in a double reclining sofa with the console. That piece is normally twelve hundred bucks. You're gonna find it on sale for seven ninety nine. Three ninety nine. We're gonna do it again. Three days wow. only. Today Tomorrow and Monday, $399, and we sold a lot of them. I got a truck and a half of them, so I still have about 12 of them left. Don't wait. You will miss this. You'll end up paying the best sell for cheaper furniture, $699. This is Klausner for $399. Come in and take advantage of it. You got to see this stuff. 86 East University Parkway, brand new warehouse location right here in Orem. We'll have more straight ahead here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're live here at The Warehouse. Come see us, 86 East University Parkway. Their brand new location is the grand opening here in Orem. Also, want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus nobody beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. Gordon, let's continue on with the list. Where are we headed next? Let's go to BYU, BYU at South Florida. I was reading a tweet the other day by one of our friends, and he said that BYU has never won in the state of Florida before. Hans was talking about that. Was he? Um, That's interesting to me. This may be their best shot. Now, Jaron Hall's first start. How do you think the kid's going to do? 
Oh, I think I think he'll be fine if they can if they can run the football. But real quick on that, haven't won in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is their by far their best chance. Once was in the uh, what was uh, let me say in a bowl game, the Citrus Bowl against Ohio State. Uh, the one Hans played in was weren't in, they in the Tangerine Bowl? Where's that? I'm not sure. Way back when Hanson eleven made it sound like it was three times. The the game against Florida State in Jacksonville, the Citrus Bowl. And then the other one was, oh, against the return trip to Miami. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so that didn't really go off. <laughs> Here, let's punch you in the nose and then come on back down there and see what you can do to us. So, yes, this is by far their best chance to win in the state of, in the state of Florida. But, I uh, listen, if they can find a way to dominate the line of scrimmage, the O-line whips it into shape and they mm-hmm. can get some run support and open things up for the freshmen, I think, I think that's the deal. Uh, he, as we talked about earlier in the week, he's a very confident kid. He seems to be calm and under control of his emotions. Uh, a gifted athlete. I mean, this guy's a baseball player. I mean, I don't know how many guys can play two sports at the D1 level like that. What position is he playing baseball? Is he a shortstop? Uh, yes, I believe he's an infielder. Maybe a second baseman? I'll check on that. But uh, anyway, he's obviously a gifted athlete. We saw enough of him in that uh, Toledo disaster to uh, to see that the kid's got some stuff. He's got something. Now, whether he can, he can do that throughout an entire game and have his team rally around him, that's what we're going to find out. BYU needs this game if it wants to make a bowl game. Oh, this this has become kind of a sneaky must-win for yeah. the Gooks. Yeah. Uh, to give them any sort of breathing room throughout the the rest of their schedule, they they need to win, and they should win this one. They yeah. they they are a better team right now than South Florida. Uh, certainly, that team that beat USC is. So if they they show up and and give them their A game and Jaron Hall, um, it's they keep it simple for him and don't make it too complex. And he doesn't, you know, uh, there's probably going to be a freshman mistake or two, but make it something that's not devastating, and they should win the game no problem. No? Two words, Jake. It's got nothing to do with what we just talked about. Cattle mutilations. Cattle mutilations. Yeah. That's where we're going next on the list? They're all over the place. It's become a problem, huh? An epidemic? In Oregon recently, five bulls were found with all their blood drained out of them. That sounds horrible. What's the deal with that? Now, some people say it's aliens. Some people. Oh, did we have to have an alien story? Not, not, not really, but what, what, cattle mutilations, really? What? Why is this a mystery? Why does this happen? I don't know. We should Can ask, you think of any useful reason for this? Could ask Scotty G. Or... <laughs> was he a cattle guy or was he a pig guy? I'm not sure. I just know he's he grew up kind of in that <laughs> cattle type lifestyle. Let's see if we can find out from Scotty G what's going on with these cattle mutilations or or bull mutilations or whatever's going on. Which NFL team is most likely to go undefeated? There's two left. The Patriots or 49ers? Oh, you got to say the the Patriots, don't yeah, you? Yeah, they they could do it. But the 49ers have looked great. I mean. They go up against my Rams this week. 
that's going to be a tough game for them in, in L.A. But And the, the Patriots play in that division that is just awful, although Buffalo is is showing some signs of life with their defense. But, I mean, you know, you get the Dolphins twice, twice a year. That's pretty sweet. And the Jets twice a year. This that's is, nice. This is the reason I want the Patriots to go undefeated. You want to shut up the, the old old Dolphins? The 72 Dolphins. Are they still getting together for that little celebration whenever the last undefeated team loses? I have no idea. Remember they have that little party? I do remember that, yeah. I mean, I watched the 72 Dolphins. Was Jake Scott on that That team? was my team. I was the MVP of that Super Bowl. So you want them to be remembered as uh, do you, do you want everyone to be uh, suffer a loss? Now the Patriots in 07, they went undefeated during the regular season, lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah, tough. But I don't know. We'll see how that goes. The Patriots are really good. They, they are. They, they could. They could do it. There's a reason that they wanted Antonio Brown, though. If they have a weakness, it's they need more dynamic targets for Tom Brady. But yeah, I mean their defense is out of this world. Did I read somewhere that uh, Gronk might? coming back he just said he'd never closed the door mm-hmm. he never officially retired right that he was never kind filed of what, the papers that's kind of what kick-started the uh what kids kick-started the rumors okay jay question for you with the joker movie out now and apparently doing quite well i've heard a lot of people say they liked it but they wouldn't want to watch it again that's that was austin's take so which movie in your mind, do people have to see, but you'd never want to see it twice? Well, the the layup answer is your favorite Christmas movie, Schindler's List. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Family you watch say that, a or, Christmas movie. It, that's that's not how it happened. You're with it, your family around the holidays. Everybody there, you know. <laughs> Guys, what should we watch? Hey, I know. Uh, hand me some eggnog and let's watch Schindler's List. Uh, no, it was just that my family was all together, and I thought it was important for him to watch that movie. Tough movie to watch, no doubt about it. Very difficult. Is that your answer? I, it, that's the one that certainly jumps that, out that to was me. The first, that was the first one that came out. I have seen it twice, but I, I wouldn't, you know, it's not. The, it's an important movie to see, but it's not entertainment. I watched, yeah, I watched it once, and that that was that was plenty. Have you seen jo- the Joker yet? Have you seen I've it? not seen the Joker. My wife went to see the Joker with her coworkers. Oh, did she? Uh, but Where were I you? have not seen it. I was working. I was here. Oh, okay. Matinee. I do. I yeah. Hmm. All right. I, that's it. That's the only <laughs> movie you can think of. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there a horror movie or something? You know, I'm not really a horror movie person, okay. so I haven't uh, I haven't seen that many horror movies. I thought Saving with. Private Ryan was hard to watch too, at least the first twenty minutes. I, I couldn't agree more, but yet I've seen that movie you know twenty five times. Hmm. If anyone has a suggestion on that, uh, let us know at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson, an Oklahoma fan, Jake tattooed horns down on the inside of her upper lower lip. Okay, that's okay. What's the deal with the horns down? Well, that's how you insult the University of Texas. What's the big deal? I mean, how big of an insult is it? Because isn't the Big Twelve saying I, I can't do it? Uh, I guess yeah, they don't want to that go down that disrespectful path. Uh, that all seems dumb to me. What? 
let, what, let people what is, tattoo whatever they want on This Is America. Does it? I mean, what's? I, I don't get what the big deal is. Have you seen many anti-BYU or anti-Utah tattoos? Uh, I can't say that I have. No, I suppose not. I just, I just don't know what the big deal is. You know, a lot of people have sort of looked at the Warriors this year and thought, eh, not going to do it. I think you're one of them. You've sort of discounted them all the way, right? Does the fact that Steph Curry scored 40 points with six assists and five rebounds in 25 minutes give you any pause? That he might be on a mission this season. And he's the first person to score 40 points in a preseason game uh, since he himself did it back in 2017. <laughs> it was 14 and 19. I I think they're going to be I think they're going to be good. I I just worry without Clay Thompson. I don't know Stefan Draymond if they can I think let me put it this way. I think once Clay gets back and works back into mm-hmm. they're going to be a really dangerous first round matchup for somebody. Yeah, okay. So they may not be in the top four in the Western Conference because by the time the Calvary arrives. This sounds like a dumb question, but I really don't think it is. How good is Steph Curry? I mean, what, what, obviously the standard is very high, but sometimes I think people look at him and they say, okay, Steph, it's cute. And he's, he's really a great shooter. And then they leave it at that. Is this one of the all-time greats? Absolutely, yes. He's the greatest shooter of all time. So if you want to just kind of compartmentalize it and say, oh, he's a great shooter. No, he's the greatest shooter. Okay, and in the modern NBA, that is that may be the preeminent skill. And so we are talking about, but I think sometimes... Folks, I mean, there's the excitement. Remember a few years ago when it, when the Warriors were can't-miss TV, everybody wanted to see what was going on, and Steph was at the very center of that. But since that time, of course, we've heard the veteran players say, oh, Steph would never be able to get away with that back in our day, you know. It's almost as though some folks, and some folks are very knowledgeable, and basketball people sort of sell them short. I don't think they should. I I think that um, what he has done. I, I mean, how many uh, truly revolutionary basketball players have there been in the NBA? Ones that that absolutely changed the game based on what they did it, or what they did, how they did it. Well, let's see. If we want to go back through, you'd have to say Wilt. Yeah. You'd have to say Al Cinder. And later, Kareem. Okay, right? I can come along with that. Would you say Jerry West? Uh, the, I'll I'll leave that one in your corner. Would Bill you say Russell. That's, that's more. That's that's further away from my wheelhouse. But if you say they they're in the conversation, yeah, I, I say I, he's in the conversation. Okay. He I, is the logo. Sure. And then Bill Russell, of course, Oscar Robertson. I'm just going through uh, Dr. J. So we we're to- uh, Larry Bird. Uh, Magic Johnson. Did these guys really change the way that was everything was played, though? Change the way that that offenses played and defenses played. Like I buy, I buy into Michael Jordan as one of those players, but I yeah, wouldn't necessarily. Sure. I wouldn't say Kobe Bryant is one of those players. So I, I'm maybe you say Oscar Robertson, but would you say Oscar and Magic? Did they really change the way that the NBA was played? I, I buy you know some of these dominant big men because they changed the way. 
that that you assembled your team, that you had to have a, a big player to stop these other dominant forces, and like you know what I mean. I'm not. I, so I, sure. I would I would say uh, change the game or alter it. Uh, it's not like it's a it's revolutionary, but when. When Bird and Magic came into the NBA, they made it cool to pass again. So does that count? Oh, I mean, anything counts. I think this is a really interesting discussion yeah. because what Steph has done, very few others in NBA history have done. True, true. And maybe it, did, did, did the change precede him or did he facilitate the change? I think he facilitated the change. Yeah. So everybody said, let's play like Steph. Well, all of a sudden, the the deep three became uh, a real weapon. Yeah. And people, I mean, there was a game, and I wish I could remember the exact specifics, and I know we're way over on this, Alex, but uh, there was a game, uh, the Jazz under the still-developing Gordon Hayward years, and uh, and Golden State was just kind of starting their dominance. Uh, Steve Kerr might have been Steve Kerr's first or second year. But the Jazz – had were were beating them up or were up by ten or fifteen points in the first half, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden in the in the third quarter that lead was eliminated and the Jazz <laughs> were down ten in like three minutes. Uh-huh. I mean, it was amazing what they did, and that that ability changed. I mean, teams looked at that and were like, okay, well things this three pointer is really something, <laughs> and if you can shoot it from there, you know you're unstoppable. Huh. And I, I think so anyway. Maybe uh, maybe other basketball minds would disagree. but uh, If anybody has a thought on that, players who change the game, it's a great discussion. Two more items I want to get Hold to. Hold on, we're way I, over. I know, I know. I'm teasing here. Don't run through my tees here, all right? All right? Nike has a new shoe that you're not going to believe. We'll get to it coming tomorrow. up next. And there's a football coach out there who's in hot water for doing something that is unbelievable. We'll get to it next. We're live at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Don't forget Jordan Pendleton at 430. Jazz pregame at 5 here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse. Brand new Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. We want to remind you to join Hanson Scotty on October 15th from noon to 3, 185 West, 12th Street, Sweet C in Ogden, hanging out with our friends at Sprint. Customers that visit will receive a free liquid screen protector for the Android or Apple device while supplies last. Gordon, let's uh, notch off uh, a couple of items real quick from the list, and we'll uh, chat with our good friend Tom. I mentioned that Nike has a new shoe out. It's called, well, they call them Jesus Shoes. The reason you ask, it's because there is holy water, whatever that is, taken from the River Jordan over in the Holy Land in the... In the heel of the shoe. And so, uh, I forget what it is, like 60 cc's or something. And so, owners of the shoe can say that they walk on water. Wow, they the, those marketing folks there at Nike, really, <laughs> they never run out of ideas, do they? And, and so, when someone comes up to you and says, uh, Jake, you think you can walk on water? You say, well, I am right now. Holy water from the River Jordan, in fact. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is that, that, that's remarkable. And then there's this story, really, and I really don't know what to make of it. But do you know where Pierce College is? I don't. Uh, it's in in the L.A. area. It's out in the valley. I think it's over toward Chatsworth over that way. But Pierce College football coach Carlos Woods allegedly promised a bunch of his new players housing. Okay. I believe it was free. Uh, as it turned out, 30 of them were living in a three-bedroom apartment. 30? 30. All teammates, all on the football team? All on the football team, and then a few were living in the locker room. Remember we heard that part of the story the other day? Yeah. Where, where are, why are these kids in dorms? Is that not a thing <laughs> at this college? I, I guess maybe the coach was saying he would provide this housing, and that was the provision he made for them. Jeez. Apparently they were a little short on facilities and water, you know, unimportant things like that. Only things you need to live. <laughs> what was your worst college living condition? Oh, I had it pretty good. I don't know if I have. Did you live in the house your uh, whole no. time in college? Uh, no, I lived at my folks' house for a while, and then I lived at my current house for a while. Okay, well, that's nice. That's yeah, not bad. At college standards, that's uh, palatial. Yeah, I did, I, did, I did pretty well. Okay. Well, I spent a, you know, several nights at the old fraternity house that could have been, you know. It wasn't in real terrific shape. I won't bore anybody with the details of this, but one time I lived in an apartment that had a coal mine under it, and so the house was crooked. The, the, the building was crooked. You could take an orange and place it on the floor at one end of the apartment, and it would roll down to the other wall. That doesn't sound good. No. No, it wasn't. All right, we're live at the warehouse, uh, and we've got a good transition for this, actually. 86 East University Parkway here in Orem. But, uh, Tom, one great part about this uh, new location here in Orem, you've got students everywhere. And this is the the perfect store for anybody because you've got deals that will fit anybody. But if you're a student out there, this is it, man. Hey, I have student deals, and we made a commitment that if we're going to come to Utah County, we got to support the students. How many students are at the two big schools? Like 80,000? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a ton. UVU's now the biggest uh, school in the state. Yep. Mm-hmm. Enrollment 55,000 students yeah, or something? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. How about $20 for delivery to anybody who has a student ID? Wow. So just show your student 20 ID. Bucks. Twenty bucks to get it over. Twenty there. bucks. Wow. I don't care what you buy. Fill the truck. I'll deliver it anywhere in Provo or Orem for twenty bucks if you have a student ID. Uh, and while we're there, let's talk about beds. I have beds. I bought three truckloads of deals. I have beds that are five hundred ninety nine dollar beds, seven hundred ninety nine dollar beds. Everything that's right in front of you here, there is a full bed. It's marked one fifty nine, Gordon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take twenty percent off, not twenty percent. Sorry, I'm going to take twenty dollars off any of these bed deals. You're going to sell that. That bed, bed for is already thirty nine dollars. Hundred thirty nine dollars. That is headboard, footboard, rails. That bed is normally five ninety nine. It's now one hundred thirty nine dollars. <laughs> While we're on the twenty percent, I'm going to take twenty percent off. Today, tomorrow, and Monday off every yellow ticket. Our yellow ticket is typically the best price in Utah. And let's say somebody's crazy out there. They've said I am, so other people may be. 
and they have a deal. And they have a deal. I have six sofas to choose from for two ninety nine. Six colors. It's the best price in town. But let's say somebody down the street they're sick of hearing that we're the cheapest price in town. So they say that sofa that's marked nine seventy nine, I'm gonna sell it seven ninety nine. Bring me the ad, bring me their website, I'll beat the price. I will not let anybody ever beat our price. Ashley Furniture. We're one of the oldest Ashley dealers in Utah. If you are looking for Ashley Furniture, come in here. Bring me the the item number or the model number. I'll put it in the computer. I'll give you a price. I'm going to guarantee I will be the cheapest price in town. And, Tom, it's not just uh, it's not just that you're selling stuff at a very, very low price. you got some quality stuff here. This isn't like you're just pawning off a bunch of crappy stuff to your customers. It is all name brand furniture. You're sitting on Klausner. Klausner is one of the best brands in the industry. That piece you're sitting on, a sofa with double recliners and a console, $399 for two days. You can't buy a Klausner single recliner for that price. Talking about deals, we have to mention adjustable beds. I have the best deal in the United States, $499 for a queen adjustable. This is a motorized adjustable bed with a mattress. I have two mattresses to choose from. And you've all heard about the billboards at $699. They think it's the best deal in the country. There, there's another company on the TV right now. Buy a mattress for $699. We'll give you an adjustable bed. They think that's the best deal in the country. Right here at the warehouse, either in Salt Lake or in Orem, $499. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit passionate. I like it. Because these are deals that you cannot beat. Now, this is the biggest sell in our history. We're celebrating. We're start trying to get established down here. I've got bunk beds. We've never talked about bunk beds. Look back there. There's a triple bunk bed. <laughs> How about that? We're three ninety nine. I know my competition is six ninety nine. That's just one of our deals. Don't forget that I'm going to do it again. The California King deal. If you want a solid mattress that's an adjustable bed, I'm going to sell you a gel infused memory foam mattress with adjustable bed. Head up, foot up. California King. You know the deal. That's the one we were on, right? $1,599. It's a $4,200 value. And then, last but not least, you need mattress protectors. You need sheets. I'm going to take 50% off today, tomorrow, and Monday. We've done that a lot, but people come in here because I have this, you know the warehouse club? Uh huh. There's two of them. Yep. One of the warehouse club has these for $89. Why well, I'm $89. Take 50% off the Warehouse Club price today, tomorrow, and Monday. Give us a boom. It's the Warehouse in Orem and Salt Lake. Boom. 86 East University Parkway here in Orem. Come see us. We've got Jack here for you. More of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.